Before we jump into the podcast, I'd like to ask for your support on Patreon. Every pledge to the Creative Space podcast, big or small, makes a huge difference in helping me create more of the content you love so we can continue exploring, learning, and growing in creativity together. Head over to patreon.com slash podcast to show your support or click on the link in the show notes. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful for you all. And now let's get back to the show. everyone and welcome to another episode of Creative Space, a podcast where we explore, learn, and grow in creativity together. I'm your host, Jennifer Logue, and just as a reminder, for the next few weeks, we're going to be doing something different on the podcast. I'm doing The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron for the first time, and last week we talked about Chapter 1, Recovering a Sense of Safety, and this week we're diving into Week 2, Recovering a Sense of Identity. This chapter is all about self-definition and setting boundaries as our desires and new interests come to light. Julia Cameron breaks down a few key points in this chapter, how other people can block this recovery of self, how we can block our own recovery of self, and the gift of paying attention. On to the first part. How can other people block our recovery of self? While Cameron talks about poisonous playmates, these are people in our lives whose creativity is still blocked. Cameron compares them to a recovering alcoholic's friends at a bar. They're not going to be celebrating their sobriety. So to protect your inner artist, as it's becoming creatively unblocked, you need to limit your interactions with poisonous playmates. Then she defines another type of outside force that can get in the way of our creative recovery crazy makers, and they are just what they sound like. These are the people in our lives who love drama and don't respect boundaries. Julia Cameron then asks a very poignant question, why would we hang around people like this if they're so destructive to our inner artist? She says that because we're that crazy ourselves and that self-destructive. By associating with crazy makers and poisonous playmates, it's just another way for us to block ourselves from the challenge of a creative life of our own. We're like welcoming the distractions. So anyway, interesting stuff. Then Cameron dives into how we block our own creative recovery on the inside with skepticism. These are deeply held beliefs where we doubt ourselves And these doubts can be small on the surface. For example, I'll share my own struggle with skepticism that's come up for me this week as I've done my morning pages and everything. It's that little voice in the back of my mind that says, oh, so you're singing and playing piano every day now. So what? And uh, maybe you should stop messing around with music and focus on a more traditional career path before it's too late. Those are some of my secret doubts that I guess aren't so secret anymore. But I'm doing what Cameron suggests we do. Rather than stuff down these doubts and ignore them, she encourages us to examine them. Otherwise, they will sabotage our creative recovery. So in this week two of The Artist's Way, Recovering a Sense of Identity, these first two ideas are essential to getting us unblocked 
If we allow ourselves to be limited by others, we won't push past our creative blocks. And the same holds true for skepticism. If we doubt ourselves deep down, we'll hold ourselves back. And when we limit ourselves in these ways, there's so much of our identity that we're missing out on. There's so much to explore within ourselves, but we keep playing it safe at a surface level. Now onto the third idea from this chapter that I absolutely love, and that is attention. Cameron says that oftentimes a creative block shows up as an addiction to fantasy. A great creative life is not aimless. It is centered on paying attention to the now, noticing and embracing the little things, the big things, right where we are. There's one quote in the section that I had to repeat here, and I said it out loud when I was reading the chapter. I absolutely loved it because it really moved me. And the quote is, the quality of life is in capacity always to the capacity for delight. The capacity for delight is the gift of paying attention. Let me say that again. The quality of life is in capacity always to the capacity for delight. The capacity for delight is the gift of paying attention. Oh, I love it. It has to go on my wall somewhere. Love this quote so much. Great actors are experts at this. I remember when I was in acting school, one of the fundamental principles was living truthfully moment to moment, getting out of our heads, allowing ourselves to be moved moment to moment. Acting made me appreciate my everyday life so much more. When you get out of the past and out of the future, standing firmly in the now, that's where peace is. And that's also where creativity is, where true flow is. And our lives become so much more fulfilling and vibrant when we pay attention. With social media and always being connected in this fast-paced world of ours, it's easy to get out of step with the present moment. And doing this work in week two of The Artist's Way, I noticed that I'm paying attention and appreciating little things every day much more than I was. Like the morning light pouring through my kitchen window, dancing through a crystal glass of water and making a rainbow pattern on my island. These little moments make me smile. They're a delight. Which brings me to another concept that I learned in acting school. Pay attention to the things that break your heart, and I'll add, that bring you joy. From my perspective, these are all tied together when it comes to recovering our sense of identity as creatives. By knowing what moves us, we come to know ourselves in such a profound way. So that's all I have for this episode of Creative Space. Next week, we'll be diving into chapter three of The Artist's Way, Recovering a Sense of Power. If you're interested in checking out The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron and doing the work on your own, I've linked to it in the show notes. My name is Jennifer Logue. Appreciate you taking the time to listen to Creative Space. Until next time. It's Jennifer Logue again. Did you know that apart from being a writer, musician, and host of the Creative Space podcast, I'm also a creative coach? 
It's one of my great joys in this life to help people like you untap your full creative potential, whether you're a seasoned artist or completely new to exploring your creativity. We're all born creative, and I believe our lives are much more balanced and fulfilling when we nurture this sacred part of ourselves. If creative coaching is something you're interested in, you can go to my website, jenniferlogue.com, and schedule your free discovery call today.